Well, um, this is really getting annoying. I'm trying to, uh, do my podcast and it's, the anchor is really confusing as hell. (laughs) But this is probably the best podcasting app out there. I just wish it was not as cluttered and that's all I can say. Um, so we went to Taco Bell earlier and we had, we had, um, let's see, I had a Nacho Bel Grande and a, whatchamacallit, what did I have, a Nacho Bel Grande and a chicken quesadilla and I will warn you guys, the, the cup of soda that I had was incredibly warm. It was so warm, and there was no ice. None. (sighs) And for our Baja Blasts, they turned into cranberry, or should I say raspberry juice? It was was good, though. I mean, it was okay. It was just raspberry juice. And I I will say that uh, there are some interesting things I wanted to point out about fast food. And... There's actually a couple of books. Honestly, I'm guilty of having gone through a fast food line many times, but... Fast Food Nation Nation by Eric Schlosser. There's also a one... There's one for the kids and teens of the, the category, but it explains more of the history. I think it really delves into Ray Kroc and all of that kind of stuff. It's called Chew on This. Any everything you don't want to know about fast food. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with. It's called Chew on This. Oh, dear God. Um. No, Trenton would never chew on tobacco. It's just. Why do you chew on this? Well, I know, but it's it's it's. <laughs> It's actually one of my old friend Jason Bratcher's favorite phrases. He's like, chew on this. And then he would tell you what he wanted you to chew on exactly. And <laughs> oh, dear. You're not going to eat your phone, are you? No. <laughs> but anyway, guys. Um, I'm going to go ahead and finish this little segment here. And then I'm going to go into a segment about what not to eat as far as like the fast food stuff. And I'm going to add a little song for all of you guys. In a sense, yes. And hello again, everyone. This is Beth, and I'm about to give you guys... A little bit of what you really don't want to know about fast food. Thanks to Eric Schlosser for the publication of the books. Fast Food Nation and Chew on This. Everything you don't want to know about fast food. Now, those books are a little out of date. I've seen some improvements in the fast food industry. But I'm going to have to tell you guys, there are still still a long ways to go. One, I don't ever use public bathrooms in fast food restaurants because public bathrooms, obviously, like especially there was a one at a Wendy's near the church I used to attend and the Wendy's 
bathroom was oh my god it was awful i remember public bathrooms just scare me like when i walk into a public bathroom i'm always like ew yuck i want to gag every single time i walk into a public bathroom and it is a very highly intense subject that i must i must uh do something i must do something um, if you guys have any questions, feel free to leave a message right here on Anchor. And, of course, you are working. If you are working, just leave a message whenever you want. Um, you can listen to this podcast everywhere, including Apple Podcasts on Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast. Um, it's also on the Apple and Google Podcasts. I did mention Apple. It's also available on Google Play Music. or to, It might even be able to do TuneIn and things. So if you have TuneIn, I don't know if it's a premium-only podcast, but it is distributed on TuneIn. So anyway, enough about public bathrooms. Let's get to the fast food stuff. So Chew On This is a pretty cool book about fast food. Especially if you're one of those teenagers out there who is considering a summer job and you want to, you know, every teenager should at least have some sort of a summer job that fits their field. I don't think they should have to go to a fast food restaurant just to work there. I don't really recommend it too much. Here's why. There is... um. There's a whole chapter in the Chew on This book called McJobs, if you want to look at that. And then they talk about unionizing McDonald's. They talk about the different reasons why McDonald's is not the best place to work. And, of course, McDonald's may be the only way that you can make money as a teenager. And But the book also shows you a scenario about like um how you know teenagers work at, at these restaurants and we actually walked into the Taco Bell and I think the crew there was mm, young people trying to make money and it's not very surprising but um hmm now Trenton has usually been very sweet about you know we thank the crew every time we go into a restaurant like it because the fast food experience is so speedy and I will say both of the books cover the speedy service system very well they cover the McDonald brothers now how many of you if you are older than um, 50 or 60 years of age you could recall you may recall that they had hamburger drive-in places where a waitress would give you a plate full of burgers and things like that. And it was like the waitress would give you a plate full of food and they would have to wash the dishes and all of that. The only relic of such a thing that we have now is Sonic. And I love Sonic. I like the drive-in thing. It's cool. I love Sonic. 
I don't mind it. But, um, excuse me, guys. I think my lips are starting to flake off or something. <laughs> anyway, about my fast food thing. drive throughs in fast food restaurants are not the same as the drive-in places that used to pretty much hamper all over California back in the 1930s, etc. And the McDonald brothers had a burger bar and there were hot dog stands. Well, of course, in the 1950s, they had these like, oh, who knows. But about after World War II, you know, interstates were becoming very popular and their families were just taking road trips everywhere. So what do you do when you are taking a road trip together with your family and you want to stop somewhere and get some food? Because, hell, you can't stop at a restaurant, a regular restaurant, and get food. There's no drive-ins anymore. You want to go get gone and get your food as soon as possible. What do you do? You do the following. You stop at a McDonald's. I will say this much. The, the Golden Arches are even more recognizable than the Christian Cross. Thankfully, I never even saw the Golden Arches. I can't see the Golden Arches. And I don't salivate whenever someone tells me, Ooh, look, it's the Golden Arches. No, I don't necessarily salivate at that. Although when you're a kid, you probably remember salivating about the Golden Arches. The Golden Arches are noticeable all over the roads and all over the interstates. Now, both of the books also cover the Ray Kroc thing. Because McDonald's, the McDonald brothers wanted to come up with a way to get you served quick. And what, what, it's like the McDonald's thing, it was more of a family affair. They didn't hire women to work at these restaurants at first. They didn't just hire a bunch of cute waitresses. Not even the ones on roller skates, okay? I don't like the idea of people on roller skates serving me. I mean, it, it worries me that the people on roller skates are going to have to glide all over the place carrying your food. It's like, okay, that just looks a little bit tacky. I, I'm not sure I like roller skates um, on waitresses. But that's exactly what they wore Back in the days, back in the olden days, they had all the waitresses wore roller skates and or some kind of cute clothing. And they were just most of the clientele of these drive in places was teenage boys and the boys. Some of them were great and they were responsible and everything. But then there were those boys who were like, um, no, I'm not cleaning up the dishes. I I'm going to break the dishes, and, well, that's what the McDonald brothers really didn't like. But I will say that the the McDonald brothers, they were, I don't think they were that rich. Most of the fast food giants, such as McDonald's, Burger King, oh, here's one. Uh, Carl Karcher started Carl's Jr. He was a German guy. He was a German immigrant who tried to do lots of different things. There is Simplock. I think his name is Mr. Simplock. He does 
Um, he did the tomato, the, what was it, potatoes or whatever. Most of the fries you get at fast food giants are mostly done in the Simplock fry plant, the little French fry plant. And they used to put lots of these, like, saturated oils into fries, but up till recently they have decided not to do that due to the childhood obesity epidemic. Now... Honestly, I think I wish the Happy Meal had stayed a Happy Meal because Happy Meals now have apples in them. Ew! I'm not honestly, I could serve my child apples every day. If I was a parent, I would be making my kids eat apples every day and telling them the same old adage that every freaking parent does. Oh, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Sure. But McDonald's serving apples? Um, no. I'm not going to have McDonald's telling my kids to eat apples. McDonald's kind of thinks... I think a lot of fast food giants are under the impression that parents are not responsible. Sure, I get it. But kids are gorging themselves at fast food time. And now in the Chew on This book, they have a story about a young guy who was, oh god, 600 pounds fast food. He had to go and get some weight loss surgery due to the fast food. Now, I think that's a little bit extreme. I don't eat McDonald's every single day, but I think this young kid probably did. His mom probably was single and could not cook, and she had to go work and everything. I forgot exactly the details of this, but then there was, oh... I will say, though, that the only big difference fast food's ever really made was that now Alaska natives needed dentists. There was Cassie Gluck, Alaska. I'll go ahead and show you guys a little bit about that. This is also covered in the Chew on this book. There was... There there was this little village called Cassie Gluck, which was... It was an Eskimo village, and the Eskimos, or the little Alaska natives, I'll just call those, they did not eat burgers, chicken, da-da-da. These guys, would they lived on whale and seal and different natural things around their environment. Well, then came fast food, settled housing, settlements, and these were people who were nomadic. Some of these, like, Alaska natives, like... The Yupik and those that lived in Kassigluk and other little villages around Alaska, they used to just move around and follow the seals and follow the little animals that they would catch. Then came the PepsiCo and all these little corporations. And when Alaska became a state, when it was a territory, it, it was not exactly as you know developed as that in California and all those states. But when Alaska... When Alaska officially became a state, now this is kind of bizarre. I think the U.S. didn't really want Hawaii as a state until like 2010 or 2013. I think one state forgot to ratify it, but that's okay. We've got 50 stars and 13 stripes on our flag. Do we really need to add another star? Anyway, so in Cassie Gluck, they didn't have dentists because obviously the natives there were eating very well. 
Then came fast food, soda pop, and burgers, and fries, and whatever. And guess what happened? Every single one of the Alaska natives started complaining that they were fat, they had heart disease, and you got all this stuff that's been... And I'm not saying anything to be offensive to Alaska natives. This is just what I observed in the book and what I actually read in the book. Now, good nutrition for those guys... Before the fast food chains came along, it was, you know, it was, how do I put this? It was, oh, seal, whale, vegetables. I don't know what else they dug up in the ice or whatever, but, you know, (laughs) there were some tribes that would catch a seal and they would use every part of the seal like like most of the plains people did. The plains tribes would just catch buffalo and they would use up every part of the buffalo. No part of a buffalo or any animal in most of these tribes went to waste. You know, that's kind of why I don't like European people because like especially European hunters and stuff, they want to go to Africa. They want to take African body parts like from the African animals or whatever. African animal body parts are not trophies or whatever. And I don't exactly like that idea. If I was to be a hunter, I would have to use every part of the body. And I would use, I would say, use the lungs for one thing. I don't know if I'd use the lungs so much, but there would be plenty of flesh that I would eat. And then I would use the skins to make a tent or clothing. Then I would use the bones for things like jewelry. And I would grind the bones up for some other reason or purpose. It would depend on how I viewed the bones. But in fast food slaughterhouses, that doesn't happen. You got slaughterhouses in places like, oh, Greeley, Colorado is covered very carefully in the, um, what is it? Um, fast food nation covers the, um, the meatpacking industry in Greeley, Colorado. And Greeley, I've got friends who live in Greeley. They say it's farm country. Greeley is not the type of place I'd want to live at. Now, there was a federation convention, I think, that took place in Pueblo, which is even more mountainous and more remote than Greeley, but Greeley would not be my choice of place to go. Because Greeley is just, well, it's Greeley, okay? But Greeley is is farm country. It's been known to be the meatpacking capital of Colorado, pretty much. But Colorado has also got lots of... There's lots of places to see, but, you know, we've got lots of bison and cattle here. Now, don't get me wrong, I love my bison burgers. We actually... Trenton and I went to a place called Ted's Montana Grill, and they serve the best darn burgers in town. Okay, I know, but it's expensive. And honestly, I would rather eat bison meat and use bison skin to build my tent. To use the bones to do the same thing, kind of keep the tent frames and everything like that. Or maybe even the teeth for a necklace. I would do this especially if I were a Plains Tribes person. If I was a hunter in the Plains, then I would have done that. But what the slaughterhouses do... 
they, they it's like they factory farmed eyesed the entire process and in places like Cassie Gluck, all this factory farming and fast food consumption is causing heart disease now the Eskimos need dentists from what I understood in the book I have no idea how many times people have probably said to me don't drink soda don't drink soda don't drink soda well <laughs> okay if you if you don't have toothpaste or toothbrush then don't try drinking soda at all because soda soda definitely does rot your teeth badly and you know I understand that but I haven't gotten any rotten teeth as far as I know but you know but the Eskimos and the Alaska Natives or whatever up there in Kasigluk, I kind of feel bad for these guys because their way of life is pretty much destroyed by the fast food chains. And I have no idea what, what has happened since then. But Chew On This was written in 2006, so just try to find a more updated book on this subject if you can. But I do love Fast Food Nation, although it was indeed written in 2001. I think there's been a lot of changes, especially to McDonald's Happy Meal menu. Like I mentioned, like I mentioned before, um, McDonald's pretty much has the, uh, what is it? They have apples and they're Happy Meals, which they shouldn't. And then they're giving you fruit juice for some other types of kids' meals. Yeah, I get the kids shouldn't be drinking soda, but my mom and dad did it this way. And I like how they did it. I wouldn't have allowed my kids to go to McDonald's unless it was once a week. And for that once a week, can they please have a treat? Such as soda. Okay? Let them have soda once a week. And I wouldn't mind letting them have a Sprite once a week. A small, like a child-sized soft drink once a week. And and then there's also the... I'll, I'll talk about this in another segment, but... Kids need to have a treat as far as like the fries and everything. Once a week is fine. No more than once a week am I ever going to take my kids to McDonald's. And they need some kind of a motivator to behave themselves. Kids always do. But... I don't know. Like, there's a lot of things I'm going to have to work on as per, you know, maybe I, you know, Trent and I may have to take a parenting class and see what the latest is on how to get kids to at least, you know, motivate them to behave, empower them to make good decisions. And part of the empowerment process is give yourself a treat once a week, especially if you're a little kid. And then I would say, okay, when you grow older, you're not going to have these Happy Meals. So enjoy it while you can. But then what I might do is say something like, okay, okay. So you like this from Taco Bell. So you like this from this, that, and the other thing. But what I would also do is I wouldn't mind getting meals on the fly, especially if they were in band. Or I would have to cook all day at home, which neither Trenton nor myself may be able to do. We're trying to get to the point where somebody works 
but I'm gonna have to let my check get gobbled up, because there's nothing I can do. Anyway. Anyway. Um, thank you so much. Everyone. Certain sharing features will be disabled. Yeah, sure, I know that. But um, thanks to everyone who has listened to the meat and potatoes of this little argument about fast food. Again, I want you guys to check out those books on fast food. I want you guys to also check out Real Food, Fake Food. And listen carefully as the narrator goes through the food choices that we all think are real, but they're actually fake. Believe it or not, Parmesan or Parmesan cheese is fake. Honestly, I'm not gonna use, I don't want to use Parmesan cheese, the grated kind, because it's got like pulp in it and things. The only way I'm ever gonna use Parmesan is... If the Parmesan itself is Parmigiano-Reggiano, and it is made in Italy. Italians are obsessed with their food. They even have laws declaring what the food is, that it doesn't have a right to be called this unless it's this. Italians are a lot more specific about their food than we are. Americans are obsessed with this, like, we need more profit, consumption of this, and no, 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 no. I'm done with that. I want to be able to kind of keep a closer eye on that. Anyway, thank you all very much, and I shall, yeah. And that's the close end of the episode. The meat and potatoes I just got done with, well, that's good. Hey, Trenton, watch, come back here, man. Trenton? I'm going to have Trenton come in here in just a second. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. If you guys are wondering about my uh, denverqueen.com website, Trenton is working on that right now. I did not want my $5 back, but we basically went to Taco Bell and we had we had quite a good time. We had quite a time at Taco Bell. And there's just a lot of things that we we wish we could do better and stuff like that. But honestly, um, do what, sweetheart? Chicken coop. Oh dear, you're weird. Chicken coops always have eggs in them. If you look carefully at the bottom of the cage with the hen in it. Oh, <laughs> I get it though, Trenton. You you got you've got a, a you got a mind that's always in the gutter, my dear. You are always in the gutter. And speaking of mind in the gutter, I will say this much. I I just I think that a lot of you guys might have minds in the gutter. 
Here is a question for all of you who would like to call in to the Anchor app. I would like to thank everyone who favorited my station, and I'm very... I'm going to be doing this at least once a week. What? It's a podcast. Oh! Right. (laughs) If you would like to favorite my podcast, just go to on... Anchor.fm slash Denver Queen. Oh, yes. You can join me at thethroneroom.denverqueen.com. That's what I just said. I forgot about that, though. Thanks. Of course you did. You're weird. (laughs) Whatever. You're weirder. So there you go. You're just. You're weird. (laughs) Wow. You're so funny. Anyway. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Anyway. Um. (laughs) When Trenton's happy, he usually purrs like that. And for those of you who don't know, and for those of you who are new to this episode. Um. Yeah. Um. If you would like to call in with this little question answer, then. Do leave me a message, and I will play those on the next podcast. What she said. Exactly. <laughs> and you don't need to do all that, you nut. Anyway. I'm a walking podcast. <laughs> you think so, huh? Anyway. So, um, let's do two different questions. For those of us who are familiar... What? Meow. Um, what is your favorite fast food place? Your guilty pleasure, that is. And if you don't like fast food, what is your favorite guilty pleasure food? It can be chocolate, it can be candy bars, it can be any kind of... Flowers! Not flowers! You don't eat flowers, dude! That's just wrong. Oh, dear, no. Unless it's a candy. Excuse me, I ate a plant. You ate a plant. Ew. Trenton, are you crazy? It was at the Braille Trail in Genesee Park. Oh, speaking of the Braille... Oh my god, I hope they pretty much found all the signs for the the Braille Trail. And they put that back. I hope they did. But anyway... So your question of the day is, what is your favorite fast food place? And if you don't like fast food, what is your favorite guilty pleasure food? I will play the answers one by one. One by one. On the next podcast. And if you are new to the subscription of my podcast, (laughs) if you're new to my podcast, welcome. It's going to be amazing, you guys. Did you say welcome? Welcome. 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 Yes. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I was being funny, okay, man? Just, whatever. If you're new to my podcast and you would like to subscribe to it on iTunes or Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever, it's everywhere. My podcast is everywhere. It is owned by... Unlike mine. Ugh. Just subscribe to it, and if you can if you can get the uh, tune-in thing or Google or Alexa to play the podcast on... I don't think... I think it's on Podbeam. I think there's a Podbeam skill. It's Podbeam. Podbeam. Is it really Beam? 
think it's beam. Yeah, beam mm. with an M at the end. M as in uh, memory. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, see you guys later. And hope to see you guys at the podcast um, next week. To learn more about me, just go to www.denverqueen.com. It's W, not W. What are you trying to do? Whatever, I'm weird. Go to denverqueen.com to learn more about me. And you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff's up there. Just check it out. See you guys later.